The station is FM Stereo, my station, your station, the hottest radio in town. My name is Larry Quiderai, and it's this episode of The Platform. Uh, thank you very much to uh, Honorable Supermandi Wanzira earlier on speaking uh, in as far as inter- uh, Enterprise Zimbabwe is concerned. Just to remind you of some of the frequencies you can listen to us on. Mtorashanga 97.6, Anyanga 98.2, uh, Gweru 104.3, and uh, we also are in Balawi, my hometown, which is 106.7. And we're broadcasting out of Harare, where our frequency is 106.7. If you want to listen to us over the internet, it's www.zfmstereo.co.zw. And of course, if you want to uh, listen to, to, if you are online, you can uh, watch this program live on Facebook. So uh, live on Facebook, that's where you can you, you can check us out. Our phone lines are open and uh, 0731-168-045. That's our WhatsApp number. Our caller number being 0772-168-045. And I've got a blockbuster show for you today in which... Which, uh, of course, uh, going back to a, it's been an election season the last couple of bits. Uh, the, the country held its elections on 26 March, as you will know, and the opposition Triple C won um, most of the vacant seats, while the ruling ZANU PF uh, took some of the seats away, gaining two more that were previously held by the opposition. However, it was a different story for MDC Alliance, led by Senator Douglas Monzora. The party failed to get a single parliament, parliamentary or uh, local government seat, despite getting $150 million under the uh, Political Parties Finance Act to mount a solid campaign. Uh, there have been reports of chaos within the MDCT party, losing Epworth candidate, who is also the party's uh, Harada provincial chairperson, has been suspended on allegations that he was putting the party's name into disrepute. There are also reports that uh, party leader Douglas Munzara is facing internal rebellion after the party po- party's poor showing in the by-elections held recently. And in the studio today uh, to uh, deal with some of those uh, issues is uh, the chairperson of the MDCT, MDCT, Honorable Morgan Komichi. Thank you very much for joining me this uh, Monday. No, thank you so much. Thank you to all the listeners. So, what I want to first ask you, because I want to get you on the record for a lot of these things, a lot of things, like things like I said in the intro, is we're hearing about things. Uh, who is true? Is it true that the political party that you represent, MDCT, wants uh, Senator uh, Douglas Monzora out? This is not uh, quite true as such. These are situations that always happen. If ever a, a, a party goes to the election and loses, our history is, is uh, quite clear. I remember in 2005, MDC lost elections to ZANU PF. There were internal squabbles that took place. In 2013, again, MDC lost elections to ZANU PF again. There were internal problems. So these are issues that do happen whenever there's an election uh, challenge, like in, in the case of the by-elections. But these are the issues that can be resolved, that are resolved. We are currently working on them. We are resolving them. People are getting united. People are moving forward. What happens is that whenever there is a, a huge loss like this one, it's like an earthquake, a big shock. People, people tend to panic and people tend to try to do a blame game where people then try to look for somebody and then allege that that person could have caused the loss that's natural but you are able to manage these things uh, remember in 2005 uh, some people thought uh, uh, president morgan changrai was the cause of the loss 
2013, it was the same allegation. He was alleged to have caused the, the loss, but really the parties always find itself uh, where people have come together, they've united, they all, they've always gone back to the drawing board and come out with the new strategies. Remember the big loss we had in 2005, we changed the strategy uh, which we implemented between 2006 to 2008. And remember we came back uh, with a big bang and we won the elections in 2008. Again, after having lost the election in, in, in 2013, we went back to the drawing board. We had uh, a new strategy which we employed. And if you remember very well our, our results, our contestation in, in, in 2018 was quite good, was great. So what has happened so far, it's not something new. Uh, us as leadership, we are able to manage it, we are able to control the tempers, the emotions. We, we are going to be holding meetings and uh, talk to each other. The most important thing is for us to be united, not to fight. But then the question that I ask is, uh some members of senior party officials, uh, some, some would uh, have gone on record, others who have not gone on record, are saying that they want a change in as far as the leadership is concerned. Uh, is this something that you're aware of, that people are saying they want uh, want change, they want him out? The, some people are very emotional about uh, what's happening today. But we have got the part constitution that we have. Our constitution is very clear on what should be done whenever you want a new a new leader or if you want leadership change. We got uh, congresses that we do after every five years. So the people should wait for a procedure which is very constitutional, uh, which is uh, coming very soon. We'll be going for uh, for the National Congress sometime in June this year. So the people have got them, it's, it's their right if ever they want to do leadership change. But before that uh, time is due, it would be unconstitutional for us to call for the leadership change. Uh, people should just be patient. If they want to, to, to change the leadership, is their right. If they don't want the chairman anymore, uh, they will elect another chairman. If they don't want any, any other person within the party, they will have the right to, 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 to do so at a proper platform, which is the, uh, the ordinary Congress, which is going to be coming very soon. So at the moment, it would be quite unconstitutional for people to call for leadership change. So there's no chance of anyone saying that they demand an extra, uh, extraordinary general uh, assembly so that the, the leadership question comes out if people feel that strongly. There is always a procedure. Again, the Southern Congress is well prescribed in our constitution. People know how to, how to raise those issues. They can still raise them if they so need to do. But you are saying, June, come June, we're having an, an, an order Congress. Why can't we wait and we do our things properly? And uh, you, you then express your feelings or your views at the proper platform, which is the order Congress. Uh, at the moment, it's very difficult for, 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 for the leadership change because in our constitution, there's, there's nothing called a vote of no confidence. There's nothing like that. It's, it's unconstitutional in our constitution because all, all part organs are given the right to choose their, their leaders at, at the appropriate time. 0731168045 that's the whatsapp number you can get in touch with me in the studio and also we're streaming this uh, show live on facebook just go to facebook.com forward slash zfm stereo and we'll continue with the discussion i'll be getting your messages reading them out here in the studio so that we can unpack this very important issue uh, around the uh, issues of uh, the uh, mdct now 
there are a couple of questions. I will go to the questions because we did uh, solicit a bunch of questions from the, uh, the listener earlier via our social media platforms. But going through some of the issues here, right? Police had been called to manage the situation at Harvest House after a. a you know, it, it almost degenerated into violent uh, clashes with Zivai Meti. Uh, uh, you're losing Epworth candidate uh, being barred from entering the premises. Uh, can you tell us about what really happened? And uh, we want to know the fate of other senior info- officials, for example, Vice President uh, Engineer Muzuri, who is said to be on the wrong side of leader Monzora. No, that is not true. Uh, our Vice President, uh, Senator Elias Muzuri, is not on the wrong side. Of the other leadership, it's not true at all. Is 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 quite uh, in line with anyone else. We are working as a team, and uh, we are holding meetings as a team. I'm sure those allegations that Elias Mzuri is, is against our president, uh, Senator Douglas Mzuri, are completely false, and they should not be entertained at all. Uh, yes, of course, as I have alluded in the first place, whenever you are under a shock or or you are or you are, are defeated in an election, people tend to look for an, uh, for an excuse. And they always look for someone to blame. What then happens is that there are people that would uh, defend the blamed person, and there will be people that will be attacking, and these are two groups. And uh, what I did as, as, as the national chairperson was to uh, call for order. I wrote an official letter I distributed the letter to all provincial chairpersons and I told them to stop uh, infights, to stop unnecessary accusations, let us, and I advised them to follow the party constitution and, and to make sure that we use party organs to discipline anyone who, who is uh, out of order. We, I wrote that letter and that letter is, is, in, is, is in public circulation and, uh, the leader, and the party members have taken heed of that. That, 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 is, that is why in today you see there is this uh, calmness in the party. Yes, of course, we had uh, uh, people like uh, Metro, who then was uh, suspended by the party organs, by the way. The Nigi party organs suspended him, and uh, these things do happen. So, uh, given that s- sort of scenario, it, when you say you sent out a message to the party orgas and everybody had to behave, is this a case of people then, some people say people then went underground and said we're not going to be openly open about a lot of these things? Or is this continuous dialogue that you took, that is taking place uh, between yourselves and your party organs uh, to make sure that you bring your, 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 your membership into order? I am so happy with the progress that is taking place so far. The, if we were to use a thermometer to measure the temperature, it was once around 80 degrees, but at the moment it should be around 25, quite comfortable. The people have now realized that the most important thing is to unite. We don't need to fight among ourselves. We were all victims. We lost these elections as a team, and there is no win in a losing team. People have understood that concept, and now people are coming together. People are now they actually doing meetings, if you didn't know. The organs are meeting to strategize for, uh, to map the uh, way forward. And that makes me happy because uh, so far people have understood, they've taken heed of our call to stop fighting and unite. So, now, m- moving forward uh, to this particular, particular election issue, uh, 
uh, what's the next move given the fact that you the heavy defeat that took place is a reality uh, what is the traje- trajectory rather that the party is going to take yes i totally agree with you it was a heavy defeat and uh, one thing that we did to acknowledge what happened uh, on the 26th of march was that my president senator douglas Mozara called for a press conference he congratulated the winners and uh, he promised that we are going to be going back to the drawing board and uh, when we go to the drum board we will we'll come we'll come out with a strategy and the strategies uh, i will not share them now because when the moment i start talking about what we agreed on it stops to be strategy but uh, what i can only assure you is that we are not yet out yes of course we're defeated but we have we we have now uh, taken a position to fight to regain lost ground and make sure that we move in and prepare ourselves for the 2023 elections. This is not the new thing to MDC, as I have already said. Yeah, I said in 2005 we lost elections, but we came out with a new strategy, which was well known as the Democratic Resistance Campaign, which we which upset the Zanpio victory of 2005 and made Shangri for the first time defeat Mugabe. Uh, both uh, local government councils, members of parliament, presidential elections, and uh, he won because of the strategy. And in 2013, we lost dismally to ZANU-PF, but we came back and we came out with a strategy for the alliance, an alliance strategy, network strategies, which we employed. And we got quite a big number of votes in, 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 in 2018, because, but we had failed, but we had been defeated before. So, yes, of course, I agree with you, the magnitude of defeat this time around. So we also need bigger strategies. We need to make a, a complete change. We need to make sure that we turn 180 degrees from what we're doing, what we, what we think was the right thing. We're going to make sure that we would come back to the people and they would appreciate that we are a genuine opposition, which is, which is determined to uh, bring change into freedom and economic development to the Zimbabweans. We're just going to take a quick break because I want to uh, uh, digest a lot of that, or rather, I want to get more into that. As, as, because if I am a person who voted on your behalf, as uh, as will have happened, the the I want to know what is the plan. You because you say oh, we can't tell you the plan now, but is there a plan? Because uh, I've got people on Facebook. Could he, uh, you have to uh, uh, just, uh, thank you very much. We're, we're, we're streaming live on Facebook. I, I, I pinned this comment that uh, MDCT has to realize, could he, uh, in the words of a, uh, a politician, and the Chawora uh, Chinuich. So the question is if I'm a person there who is who believes in your party, what is it that I that you're going to say that's going to convince me that there is. A moment after 26 March that you are preparing for that is better when you come to the, the, the 2023. We're just going to take a quick break and we come back. We'll be unpacking a lot more of these issues. Remember, we're streaming live on Facebook, and uh, if you want to listen to uh, to us on the internet, it's www.zfmstereo.co.zw. But stay tuned to ZFM Stereo. Step up and speak out. 
the platform. Step up and, and speak out. It is still ZFM Stereo that you're still tuned into, and uh, thank you very much for joining us. If you're only joining us now, we're having a conversation around what the future is for the opposition MDCT after the schlacking they got in the last elections, in which they were unable to win any seats. And in the studio to answer your questions is uh, the uh, the chairperson for MDCT, Honourable Morgan Komichi. Thank you very much for staying with us uh, through the program. And uh, and well, the question I I, I want to, I asked before the break is. If I'm sitting at home, I want to know what trajectory is taking place. Even if it's not very specific, I want to know there's a plan. So, what is the plan? Yes, of course, we do have a plan. Uh, we will not give the details of the plan. But I want to admit that soon after the defeat, people were a bit disoriented, disintegrated. And the first thing that we need to do is to unite them. And we've united the people at the moment, they are getting united. And our organs that are responsible for dealing with issues of strategies, they've already started meeting. They had a meeting last week on, on Friday, and they came out with the strategy, and they are going to be having another meeting on this coming Wednesday to make sure that they perfect the strategy. We will roll out the strategy as we move on, but I can assure you we're not, we're not down. I, I was surprised to see main leaders being energetic you know, being futuristic, promising and hopeful that we'll make it. And uh, when we went through a strategic meeting last week, I was so happy with the inputs that they developed, that they gave us. I, I saw a uh, change. I saw victory coming, come 2023. I have not lost hope. We have not lost hope as leadership at all because we have strategies and plans that are going to be put in place to make sure that we revamp our party. As I've already alluded to you, that we once lost elections and we won the next elections twice. So why should, people should not uh, uh, sort of doubt us at all. We have the capacity, we have the, the know-how, we are going to be reviving our party and we have got a plan on our desk. Uh, on a Facebook, uh, Trust Katuli uh, asked a question. Have you found out why people rejected you? Uh, you failed to see that Chamisa was the only person people loved at the NPC and you thought it was you. So you were also... Uh, so so the, the, I think that's what the person's asking. We, we now know what what happened. We now know we've done the research and we've got... Uh, we've, com we've compiled everything. We'll be attending to all those things that we've so far found from the people. We've talked to people. They've given us why they rejected us and we're going to do the right thing for them. When you say you've talked to the people uh, over why they rejected you, yes. the question becomes, how do you know which, were the, which people did not vote for you and who voted for you? you if you carry out a research... Uh, you would be able to find out the sentiments of the people. You don't need to really find out who exactly voted for you or who didn't vote for you. But if you carry out a survey, a research, you'll be able to get the people's sentiments. That we know. So far we know. So that's why I'm saying we're going to be changing it. our strategy. We're going to go 180 degrees change in our strategy. So we are actually prepared for that. And still on that, uh, when you talk about having talked to people and so forth, uh, I know it's, it's, many people are well-intentioned and so forth, but some people want to say something because they have to answer a question. The question also then becomes, do you have, have you not dealt with the reality of the fact that perhaps the other candidates are just more popular? Uh, no matter what you do, maybe the, the, no, the other political no, parties are just no, no, no. Uh, a more attractive opposition. Hey. 
it's, it's, it's because of the things that we've already researched. We now know why the other political parties got the votes, we know. And we now know why we didn't get the votes, we know that. Really, you cannot say people are, are stuck to one person. It's not, it's, it's not necessarily true. Uh, it depends on the strategy used by the person who is coming. I just want you to go back to the time of Ivan Mawadire. Remember, Morgan Changira was very popular. He was, he was a strong opposition leader, but he was under threat by Ivan Mawadire because Ivan Mawadire came out with a different strategy which was not being used by MDC. So it depends on the strategy that you, you would use. So it's about strategies. Really, you cannot say, uh, that's why all over the country, all over the world, uh, ruling parties would lose to opposition and opposition parties would, would disappear from the political arena. They would do that. So it really depends on the strategy. So what I'm really assuring is that we've got a strategy to, to make sure that we change things so that at least at the end of the day, people they will realize that we are the position, we are the people uh, on the ground, we are, we are the part in town. We have got a, a message which people might not have understood, but I can assure you there's nothing which defeats our message. You say a message that people might not have understood. One of those messagings being before... One, one of the most powerful messages which the Zimbabweans will ever live to regret if they don't follow it is the message of national dialogue. They will live to regret and they would say that we're right. The national dialogue is the way to go. The Zimbabweans must sit down, must meet opposition parties, all of them opposition parties, they must come under one umbrella. They must meet with the government and negotiate for the people's lives. They must actually involve churches, uh, you know, students, women, involve business community leaders, involve labor, involve uh, churches to make sure that we all sit under one tree so that we dialogue for peoples of the Zimbabweans' lives. Do you know one thing that has happened in Zimbabwe? We've been fighting among ourselves as leaders for a long time. And the people that have, that have suffered the most are the general voters. The voters put us in power. And for the next five years, we ignore them. We concentrate on fighting, uh, you know, name-calling, hate speeches, uh, sabotaging the economy. And, and, and the economy suffers out of those fights. And at the end of the day, when the economy suffers out of those fights, the general public suffers most. So until people of Zimbabwe have realized that we need to sit down, we are from different political parties, but we've got the common cause, which is to deal with the lives of the people of Zimbabwe. But at the moment, we're neglecting them. Look at it. For the last 42 years, you just gauge where our, our economy is going. Our economy is deteriorating and our people are becoming, they are, they are they're getting poorer and poorer. Currently, statistics are telling us that 49% of the Zimbabweans are living in abject poverty. More than, so, more yeah, than 70% are poor. I get that, but and, what, and but, but what I want to... following the wrong politics and national dialogue will resolve those things. National dialogue is the way to go. No, I get that, but what I want to ask, what I want to ask, I get that, because you, you, you repeated that. The question, though, is so what some people are listening, uh, the listeners, uh, this is on Facebook, Thomas Marshall says, uh, they were not voted because of lack of strategy, people associate MDCT with ZANU-PF, and this is people from opposition, so people are not going to vote for ZANU-PF in the first place. Also on WhatsApp, someone says, Mr. Komichi, people rejected them because they showed us uh, their selfishness and lack of uh, vision by recalling elected people, and they still think uh, the Changela name still rules. 
fools and wanted to ride on it, which is wrong. And someone else says uh, has accused you of being an appendage of, of ZANU PF, and uh, they say, and people know that. Those are things that people are actually saying about you. How do you respond to that? It's, it's quite unfortunate to ever think that MDC is an appendage of ZANU PF. Yeah. Some of us have been in the forefront to fight ZANU PF. Some of us are there on the record have been arrested several times by ZANU PF, have been tortured by ZANU PF government for fighting ZANU PF. So, what would have changed now that we would be working with ZANU PF? We don't work with ZANU PF. These are just, these are, these are just political uh, skirmishes. People know uh, and condemn and, and, and uh, uh, sort of blame other people for nothing. We are not ZANU PF at all. We are on our, we are, we are MDC. It's only the only thing that the message that we are carrying is what people have misunderstood. Politics of national disputation, politics of national dialogue. We are going to, we strongly believe that people of Zimbabwe must sit down in dialogue. People of Zimbabwe, no matter how much you've been fighting for, and fighting, fighting, fighting against each other, we must sit down in dialogue. We must sit down and find a solution. We must sit down and find the solution towards our economy. Our economy is getting down and we must make sure that we revive our economy. And we can only revive this economy if we go through a national dialogue. We've got living examples of uh, 2008 when Morgan Shangri and Robert Mugabe negotiated in dialogue and had the GPA, the economy improved very much, you all know it. We had also a living example of 1987, the Joshua Komo and Mugabe sat down to talk, they saved lives of uh, Matabellan people and Midlands people who had been massacred during Gukura this time. But after they having dialogue, they, 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 they resolved a, a, a major problem in those areas. Even in our 1980, uh, in, you know, 1979 uh, dialogue in, in Langest House. We stopped a gruesome war which had taken lives of many people. But after, after the dialogue in Langest House, a solution was found and the economy improved. Peace was established. It all those, all those in, uh, moments, people were looking at the people's lives, the needs of people's lives. Joshua Ngomo looked at the people of Matabellin and he had to save their lives, no matter how difficult the situation was. Morgan Changra in, in, in 2008 again, he took the, that decision to save the people of Zimbabwe. We had suffered so much under the pair of brutality. So if you look at the current situation, we're in a conflictual situation in which many Zimbabweans are poor, many Zimbabweans are dying, many Zimbabweans are suffering, companies are closing, people are not getting any salaries, civil servants are, are basically waiting for, working for nothing. Civil servants are actually going through a process that I can call modern slavery. You look at the salaries that we are getting, it's nothing. Look at the currency that we have in Zimbabwe, it's nothing. Look at the cost of living, things are expensive. And this is a, a situation which needs attention and it cannot be resolved by fighting among ourselves so national dialogue still becomes the is the bridge is, is the bridge to our to, to our prosperity in this country so we still call upon the national dialogue this this does, this does not mean that we are Zanupia. no we're actually calling for Zanupia to take heed of this and we're calling all opposition parties to take heed of this let's come together as a, as a Zimbabwean family and talk about the national dialogue it will resolve our issues we should resolve our issues at the moment if we got an election without electoral reforms comprehensive electoral reforms we'll be wasting time the winner is already known if you the winner is already known and nothing will change. So we need a lot of electoral reforms that must be dealt with. So calling for elections, then, then, then thereafter you then cry again, you start going to court, start fighting among yourself, you start uh, no, not contributing towards the growth of the country. It's, does it help? 
So the question, you're saying that uh, elections happen, so therefore the winners already known if there are no reforms. Does that mean that you might not go into elections next I year if the reforms are not? You, I can assure you from my personal point of view, in the outcome of the 20 elections already known. And I know what what the, the, the people would, would do, they will start crying about electoral reforms. Yet we are currently calling for the national dialogue today to deal with those those electoral reforms. And people are not taking us seriously. They still want to they still want to go to election. We have gone to election before. We have won elections before as the MTC several times. But my friend, I think people need to think outside the box. So my question is then, if the result is already known, why would you go to election That's in 2023? What I tell the people, I am cautious about it. I'm clear. So, are you, so myself, is your party going to go to 2023 20, elections? As, as Senator Morgan Committee, I am clear about that. If we do not sit down and negotiate and talk and deal with the electoral reforms, we simply go into election in just a waste of time. So therefore, if that doesn't happen, are you that saying is, that you won't uh, get into elections that is, next that year? That's why I'm inviting Zimbabweans to... To, to join me and others who are calling for the national dialogue. So if that to doesn't happen, party, then what? To, to join my party to make sure that we go for the national dialogue. We must not even say if it doesn't happen. No, but we, it, we must make sure it, that you, it you, you yourself say it's, that this has a, happened multiple a, times and say that there's been calls for reform. People have no choice. This situation is no in, uh, uh, option B. This is this is us option one. People must must push for the national dialogue because it's don't uh, equate by-elections to national elections. The national elections have got power dynamics. By-elections have got they've no power dynamics. So no one will bother uh, doing anything to, 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 to tamper with the by-election results. But we have seen it before. We have had, you remember I went to court in 2018, remember I went to court in 2013, went to court in 2008, went to court in 2002. Why? It's because we do believe strongly that we need to deal with electoral reforms. That's a reality. People must not even... They, they, if we just ignore this kind of course, we are going to be going for the next 100 years. And the, the more years we get, if we, we, we go through, the more poverty we go in. We will be going deeper and deeper. Because elections, not national dialogue, would never, would never give you prosperity. Never. So, just for the sake of clarity, I'm sitting at home... You said that, uh, well, the result for next year is already known, 2023, under the given conditions that we have right now. The question becomes, if the conditions persist, why would I then bother to go and vote next year? The answer is given. That's why you see in Zimbabwe, a majority of the people, if you go back to the Afrobarometer of last year, 2021, April to July, people have lost interest in elections. People have lost interest. More than 51% of the Zimbabwean population do not do, do not see any hope in any election. People are actually using anger. People they are angry. Yes, of course. People they are they are they are, they are angry. If you compare the the big rallies we were witnessing uh, in uh, in last month, the big rallies we were witnessing, and if you then compare with the voice that came out, you would wonder what happened. So, so people are angry. People they need a solution. But they don't know what is, what is the solution. They don't know. So leadership must be able to provide the, la- the long-lasting solution. People, they think election is a solution. But without national dialogue, that's not a solution. So under what conditions? Let's just uh, I know you've talked about that dialogue a, lot, a couple of times. Under what, uh, what conditions would you have uh, uh, a dialogue with your erstwhile comrades, the guys in Triple C? My friend, we, we have to make sure that we, as Zimbabweans, unite. 
I know people have got the right. I'm very specific about them, people, no, not, people not the, in general. People have got the right to belong to the part of their own choice. That one, you cannot force anyone. But it is an ideal situation for people to unite. In a useful situation, if you want to de to develop anything, so sort of your economy in the country, to make sure that there's peace in the country, there's unity and harmony in the country, people must come together. I cannot take away the right of any person to belong to. Them. No, that is not the question, the Honorable right Committee. I'm saying, under what conditions would you dialogue with them? We have dialogued before. This is not a new thing. No, with them, under what conditions? Are they? Say, are they no? If they say let's let's dialogue tomorrow, would you be like, no, no, let's dialogue? No one will object to dialogue. No one would object to unity. No one would object in alliance. I am telling you, I was actually one of the people who participated, who made sure we were in alliance in 2018. I understand what it takes. I understand what must be done. I know what must be done. As NDC, we actually are running in alliance as we speak right now. So we will not, will not object, we will not fight against anyone who wants to alliance with us. We want people to come together. We want people to work as a team because we know out of an, an alliance or of uh, in, or out of unity, we've got progress in life. We need this, the, the people of Zimbabwe to come together. It must actually go beyond what we are looking at now. We, we want to unit at a national level because nation building can only come out of a sort of a united um, framework. We need the, even the government itself must be we must knock sense into them they must not be always been trying to run away from the from the people they must work with the opposition political parties we've got other countries in which they are practicing that for an example let me give an example of rwanda rwanda has done a marvelous uh, governing system which is an admiration to the african child which has got an identity of an african child the Rwandan governing system is marvelous. We must also come out with our own governing system in Zimbabwe, which we can improve on our own, which which which, which will own it. A governing system that has got an African identity, a governing system that's got an African culture. Currently, my friend, we are using a governing system that is borrowed. A governing system that has got the culture of the Americans, culture of the British, culture of the French. That governing system is not what we should be able to, we should, we should be using at this particular time, 40 years after independence. We must develop our own. And it is, it is its foundation is from the inclusiveness. Its foundation must be from the coexistence. Its foundation is to appreciate the liberations to war. It's, it's to make sure that we are one. The young and the old must come together. The young and old must coexist. Okay, so, so, so I get that. And you, you, you've talked about that multiple times. And I understand that is the the principle of your party. But I was very specific and about the Triple C. Uh, and uh, I know you spoke about an alliance, you people you'd, uh, you'd, you, you'd, you'd ally with. No? A, a very specific question. You, I mean, you, 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 we're talking about a political, part, uh, a, a political formation that exists now after it's uh, after the the your, your president record a lot of those people that had to get end up being re uh, getting re-elected and got re-elected uh, after all is said and done so obviously they have some clout and some and a lot of popularity on their end the question is under what conditions i've given examples no, we've they, under, they we understand, no, but I mean, I, I know we do this a lot in Zimbabwe, no where we always give examples of other no, countries, but... There are no conditions for unity. So, so there are no conditions there in no which you have a, a discussion tomorrow. There are no conditions for the alliance. There are no conditions, because those, this is the right thing to do. The right thing to do uh, for the people of Zimbabwe is to unite. 
you still have an alliance. So, so then, okay, so I think, we, I, I think we've, we, we, we've exhausted that. And whilst we're still talking about elections, we understand that there are polling agents uh, who have not been paid since the election. Example is visitor and deputy award councillor for 12, uh, uh, for, uh, councillor for Ward 12 from Belayo who failed to pay agents and was crying as they stormed her house to, to trying to hold her property. Are you aware of, of some of these issues? No, I'm not aware about that. Okay, so uh, I have not received that report. And the, uh, these are true. What would you do about situations like this? We, 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 we would resolve them. Would attend to those problems. It's unfortunate we have not yet received any official uh, report of that nature. We would be concerned definitely. And then there's some accusations that say that uh, there's abuse of party funds by the president and the treasury. Is there any truth to that? <laughs> How can they abuse party funds? when the leadership is there uh, they will not do that there's an accounting system that will follow an MDC and people will give reports of the financial reports on every party organ we have especially in, in the standing committee in the national executive in the national council the treasurer gives an account of what the money has been used for uh, the money has been, is, is been used properly and definitely there are records there and anyone wants to audit can come and audit our treasurer has done a tremendous job 0731168045 and what's up the question is what happened to uh, Fungai Chiposi Fungai Chiposi sent me a, a whatsapp message and uh, I phoned the person I said Fungai what has happened Fungai tells me that I've been removed from the groups and uh, people do not like me anymore. And uh, I said, are, are those the things that can really make you resign? said, I'm fed up. I want to go. I want to leave. I tried to use my diplomacy to make sure that he remains in the party. But he made a decision to go, to go away. Uh, that is all that I know about sports. So have you uh, accepted his resignation of the party or is there any intention to try and get him no, back in the fold? we are going to uh, continue to engage him. He, he is, he actually, he, he wrote on the, on the WhatsApp and uh, we are going to be engaging because we are not going to encourage people to leave. We need more people in our party. 0731168045 and also at Facebook we are streaming this at facebook.com forward slash ZFM Stereo uh, let's keep the conversation going uh, the question that is coming up here uh, okay I'm not sure which 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 question I was supposed to look at there but uh, the there are some people uh, there are people who say that why don't you just join join Triple C and since they are they they've got a lot of strength and you and you already have been with them before and that's the question that's been asked by somebody there the, these are very patriotic people who would want to see people united these these kind of people are welcome they are good people in zimbabwe uh, we are a part on our own we but we are not against any form of unity we are not against any form of alliance so we would consider some of those things as we go. Uh, you'd consider joining them? Not joining them, working with them. Uh, what's the context of working with them? Just like with the way we're doing during the alliance time. Alliance period. 
we're working with, the, remember we had the PDP, we had MDC Green, we had the MCD, we had Zanondonga. We're working together as a team, but we did not disarm them. We did not destroy them. No, we did not do that. So given that you're saying you're open to working with every, anybody, uh, a reasonable question would be if ZANU-PF said, come work with us, would you go and work with them? ZANU-PF should work with the people of Zimbabwe through a national dialogue. Now, my question, they you're are, talking about they, politics, they are, uh, alliances, they, are, they said, going to the next, you said, any, are, you said they, anyone, they are, your, your friend. There are two people in politics. One person is the opposition. One person is the ruling party. ZANU-PF is the ruling party. We are in opposition. So the opposition people must work together. When it comes to, to then work with the government party, it is when we go, we go through a national dialogue. Not, not to partner with the, the ruling party. The moment you partner with the ruling party, you are no longer in opposition. But there are only two people. And the people choose between the two things, the, the, these two people. Whether you are in opposition, you are on the ruling party. But what I call the ruling party to do, is to be uh, to 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 be malleable to the core for the national dialogue. The ruling party is the one that is in government. They but it says it's set must, up. Must, okay, so it says it's set up Pollard. So have, you do not must, accept Pollard as a as, as a way I to dialogue. I don't have any problem with Pollard. It's an it's an it's an effort. It's an attempt to make sure that people negotiate. It's only that people perceive it otherwise. But I don't have any problem with Pollard. The whole idea of Pollard is to set in a, a platform for negotiation. Really, I don't see anything wrong. If people would be able to use any platform by any name, as long as they negotiate and dialogue for the lives of the people of Zimbabwe, this is what I'm talking about. Not about power. Power on its own does not change. It it is the this when you focus on the issues of economy, then change is felt by the people. Changing a leader sometimes does not necessarily mean change. We have seen changes taking place in various countries where people have done elections and nothing has come. People have changed presidents seven times, six times, and nothing has come. When you dialogue and sit together and work as a family, when you focus on the common agenda to deal with the economy, change effectively comes. This is what is taking place in Rwanda. After every election, the Rwandese form a government of national unity. They form an inclusive setup. They coexist and look at the, 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 the economy of Rwanda. Look at Kigali. It is the best country so far in Africa. Uh, uh, post the genocide uh, or post wars. It is the best country because people are working together. People of, from opposition political parties share positions in various people. Instead of fighting among each other uh, during, during the five-year period of their, uh, their governing time, they would cooperate they would give each other ideas they would, do, they would be one person over issues of policy and, and, and economy. So while it's in our situation we are divided. Some people go this side, some people go that side, and the, we're always clashing and we fight among ourselves. And we're used by the superpowers, by the way. Superpowers make you so fast. A superpower A will grab you, superpower B will grab you. Instead of focusing on the economy to deal with issues of Zimbabwe, that, that benefits the people of Zimbabwe themselves. You have wasting time fighting among ourselves. Do you know, if we post-2018, if we had come together as a family, our economy could be somewhere today. Our economy could have been big. Our currency could have been strong. Employment would have been created. We would have gained a lot of things. Hospitals could have medicine and doctors. Shops would have affordable goods, just like we did in, 20, in 2009. But now, because we, we did not do that, look at it now. Our country is in a mess. 
So no, then, we are living in uh, abject uh, poverty. Given that, the, what you just say there, when you talk about coming together and, and, and that sort of thing, uh, someone would uh, is asking here uh, if they're saying they are for the opposition, why were they fighting Chavisa and seeming to embrace with ZANU PF? No, that is the perception that people have checked in. They've just been having a perception because of the, our so media. So are you saying that you might media, have a perception problem? We, we did not, we did not fight, we did not fight Chavisa uh, with the ZANU PF on our side. No, we didn't do that. The, the, the succession battle that was in our party was, was constitutional was liquor so are you saying so are you saying you have a perception problem the the section 9221a yes i get that but but i'm saying question is that is the perception are you saying you then you have a perception problem a year before an election that's a serious problem to have that's part of the strategy that i was talking about we have seen that and we're going to do that and given that people are still in this position after the election has taken place they will change we will deal with those perceptions. They will change. We can assure you. We will deal with those perceptions. We will be able to respond to their expectations and their needs. We will do that. We will respond. We will do that. It will be cleared. Don't worry about that perception. will be cleared within a very short time. So what do you deal with? Because some, some of the people that were seen as leading lights of your party, Togozani Kupe, who was at some point your, the president of your party, even for a period before the, 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 the elective congress took place, uh, the before-mentioned uh, Fungai Chiposi, we got Metu and so forth, are seen to be switching side because some of them openly say that the name of your president must be might be the reason they've gone down. Uh, how do you build from this? Because I know you're saying, and it seems idealistic, people are going to change their minds. But some of those people that have been defending your party to the hilt are saying, no, we're done with this. If How do you build from I that? I totally agree. Those are some of the casualties of a, of a, of a struggle and casualties of, a, of, a, of an explosive situation, which is an election defeat. It has always had casualties. Remember in 2005, when we picked these bags and went away, in Gibson's band because of the defeat that we had in 2005. In, in 2013, Tendai in Mangoma took their backs and went away because of the defeat. So that takes place. So what we are seeing today is not something new. We, we, we are a part that has gone through these things. We need to we minimize it, we manage it, we make sure that at least we don't have big casualties. But so far as I have told you, we have intervened in, we have intervened in the, in, 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 the, in the chaos and crisis and the people are coming together they are getting united really i cannot you cannot if bigger politicians if once left and because of the election defeat what what are we today not two or three casualties but we are going to minimize the casualties that if, that are taking place in our party it's not something which is quite new so now with uh, just a few minutes before the end of the program, what is your pitch to people who are either, either members of your party and are worried at this point or people who you want to join your party? What do you say to them? Uh, the, well, I would start by the people who are within my party. I want to urge them to be united. I, w- I want to urge them to take responsibility for our defeat as a team. I want to urge them to go back to the drawing board re-strategized, come out with the new strategies so that at least at the end of the day people will see us from a different perspective. We are we acknowledge what happened 
and we want to, to, to congratulate the winners of the, of the by-elections. We are determined to go forward. We are determined to work as a team and make sure that we embrace each other. There's no winner in a losing team. To those ones that would want to join us, they must realize that we are the party that represents their aspirations. The aspirations is a national dialogue. National dialogue is the answer to economic demise. Without national dialogue, the economy will never grow. Yes, of course, we can change a leader. Yes, of course, we can fight among ourselves, but the economy will never grow. The economy is not grown by one person. The economy is grown by the family. The economy is grown by togetherness. As I've already said, the government itself in Zanapir must come together with the opposition political parties and join hands with the churches, join hands with the business community, join hands with the students, with the youth, join hands with the women, join hands, join hands with the labor union, unions, so that we come out with a document that we can proudly call the Zimbabwean Charter. The Zimbabwean Charter that will contain all our political challenges, all our economic challenges, national healing, re-engagements, condemn sanctions in it so that we resolve this matter as a family. When you get a national document which you call the Zimbabwean Charter, we'll be able to engage the international world as a family. We'll engage America, we'll engage Britain, we'll engage Russia, we'll engage China as a family, not as MDC, not as ZANU-PF, not as CC. That will not work. Unity is the way forward. And we are the party. That's good, that aspirations. That's good, that vision. We have got a mosaic vision which we believe the people of Zimbabwe one day they will realize it and they will follow us. Thank you so much. That's Honorable uh, Morgan Komichi, the chairperson of MDCT. Thank you very much for joining me in the studio. And at home, you, uh, you might not have gotten the answers the way you might, may have wanted them, but at least he's been here on record to come and explain things to you. And if you want to continue, the conversation is happening on Facebook. There, uh, if you go to facebook.com for slash ZFM Stereo. If you missed uh, the bulk of this program, and I'm t- I, I, I assure you there's some, some very exciting things that have happened in the, in the show and that have been said in the show, just go to our Facebook page and uh, you can read play the whole show and, and see the action as it happened in the studio otherwise uh, thank you very much for, for joining me uh, stay uh, tuned to ZFM Stereo and uh, I, I, I say please do take care of yourself uh, uh, mask up social distance uh, make sure you uh, sanitize do whatever is necessary to keep yourself healthy and um, most of all keep loving each other otherwise take care of yourself and the people that you love as they say away f- say from where I come from my name is Larry Kwiridai Asibi Sesebenza Take care of yourself. Thank you so much to all viewers. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you.